What I loved about UDMA school is that it gives kind of the, you know, 10,000 foot view where you're like, these are the things that matter and this is what affects what and how you basically start to deep dive into somebody's business. But it gives such a good general overview. And then as you deep dive into those specific things, all of the details are there and the templates, you know, like the reporting templates, it just makes it very easy. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. This episode is sponsored by my very own Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. If you're looking to work from the comfort of your own home or the beaches of Bali or your RV or wherever, this is the only training that prepares you to do the actual client work and work in a role of a digital marketing assistant, a real job title. In this 12-week program, you'll set up your business, which is what most VA courses teach you anyway, and you'll also learn how to do the freelance marketing work that clients expect you to know. You'll get detailed training modules on email marketing, blogging, SEO, funnels, social media, affiliate management, and a brand new module about using and managing AI tools. We'll have weekly Q&As, office review hours for your portfolios, and for your marketing assets. We'll have guest speakers to talk about confidence, discovery calls, and pricing. Plus, we're sharing job leads, yes, so you could very easily take on clients before you finish the program. And you'll also get three months inside the Digital Marketers Workgroup, our community of freelance marketers and VAs. It'll be a safe community to help hold your hand as you get started in this business. Mentorship, networking, and an obscene amount of support, we have it all inside UDMA School. No one is going to hold your hand as a freelancer. Clients expect you to know what you're doing and take control, and this is where you can step in with a real job title and ditch the admin VA world and work as a higher-paid, highly-priced marketing assistant. Go to UDMA school to get on the wait list or enroll when the card opens on October 17th. I'll see you inside. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer. I love to help go-getters, specifically admin virtual assistants, really niche down in the marketing space and teach them everything I know, the work I've done over the last 10 decades for clients. Now, here's the thing. I was on a seven-figure business owner team when we had somebody take over some of my marketing duties that I was executing weekly. And she said she knew how to do things. And when she got into the position, it was very clear she did not know. Social media is not marketing. It is way different. And I'm seeing a lot of VAs who just don't know what they don't know. There's ways to do things. There's strategies. There's tracking. There is so much that's going behind the scenes and an ecosystem that's happening behind the business that just a general VA just cannot do. And I know you're listening to this podcast because you actually care about the services you provide. You want to be the best. You want to level up, have those premium clients, be at those premium rates. So really you can experience what I call the freelancer holy land. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow all of the time. And this isn't some, you know, spammy get rich thing. We see this all the time. We see service providers who have really figured out their sweet spot and are paid a premium to do their job. 
just thinking of CMOs out there, fractional chief marketing officers, copywriters, web page designers, website designers, marketing managers, launch managers, podcast managers, all of them have gotten there. But it takes knowing different parts of marketing and how they come together. So I talk to a lot of virtual assistants in this space. Over the last few weeks, I've been talking about things that hold everyone back you know, myths and lies that we feel like we get stuck on that aren't actually true, that don't actually affect our business. And what I hear a lot of being a VA, but not really standing out enough, not finding opportunities to really grow, talking to VAs who are not confident about the skills that they do offer. And that's because marketing can be intimidating, right? We don't have these four-year degrees and just start out being a marketing manager, right? We have to work up to it. And so it's it's important that you surround yourself with people who are doing the work who can help you grow into it because we can't know all of the things starting. You know, we start off in one area and we take on more and more and we realize what we love, what we don't love. And then we really quickly find out if we have the management and the strategies in our brain. And the cool thing is you can skip the degree, you can skip the fancy certification. But a lot of people struggle with marketing themselves, even though we know how to market. I mean, I'm a big black kettle there. So much more fun to market for my clients than be the face of my own business sometimes. Although clearly I'm having fun. If you watch me on Instagram, I'm having fun with those reels. I've gotten over myself a lot. But I just see a lot when it comes to VAs who are not just stepping into it and owning it. And sometimes you need to have the backing of other people who are doing the work gone before you to show that you're doing things right, that you have the confidence, and that you are at the time and place to increase your rates and shed some of the loser clients. Just say it how it is. My guest today on the show is Janelle Harlan. She came to me with a tech experience, but was in this very same boat feeling like she was doing all the things in her client's business, not feeling like she was getting paid her worth, struggling to find the time and the marketing space to get her own clients. And so today's podcast is to show you how even though you might know some hard skills, there are still areas to fill in and things you need to do on your own business. I did an Instagram story about this just recently, like just because you're doing the work doesn't mean you deserve anything. In this freelancer space where you are a self-employed independent contractor, you don't deserve anything. You have to go out and freaking take it. You have to take it, claim it, call it, and be constantly working on yourself, building your confidence, building your skills, and building your network. It's as simple as that. And that's why some people are just not cut out for this. And I'm not saying you need to be this seven-figure business owner compared to so-and-so and so-and-so. It's not that. You have the power to make this what you want and, and scale it up in the future. Have it fit within your school hours now or in your nine-to-five Saturdays and Sundays when you have freedom if you're in a nine-to-five. So what I don't want you to see is you hurting yourself because you say yes to clients and you don't actually know how to do the work. And this is why UDMA school is so powerful because it sets you up to be able to say yes, to be able to understand the strategy, understand implementation, reporting, and tracking, be able to help with the marketing and backend things of the business because you don't know what you don't know. I think a popular copywriting saying right now is the things you can't Google, but it's true. You, you can Google just about everything, right? There's always answers, but sometimes Google things are outdated. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to the next step. 
And that's kind of the problem. That's what I found a lot of VAs aren't getting. They're not getting the connection points. They're not connecting the dots for their clients and their clients are frustrated because it feels like their team is working in a vacuum and not thinking bird's eye view, higher level. And this is the essence of the unicorn. Yeah, you start as an assistant, but you quickly work your way up to manager, strategist, consultant. It's amazing the opportunities that come when you can connect the pieces for your clients and take on more. Janelle comes from corporate sales, where she worked very closely with the marketing and development teams. She loved what she was doing, but she needed a change. She needed to look out for her mental health. She wanted more freedom. She moved to a place where she has time for her passions. She's very outdoorsy, and she has become obsessed with learning everything related to marketing. And her story today is going to tell you two things. One, how important your network is. And two, how all it takes is one good client, one good client to make your business explode. And if you're nodding your head thinking, yes, I just need that opportunity, you need to make sure you're on the wait list for the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. We're opening October 17th. I'm going to give you the skills, the confidence, and how to do the daily client work. And I'm going to help you set up your business and I'm going to help you be in this place where Janelle is today. So please enjoy her story. And before you go anywhere, scroll on down to the show notes and make sure you sign up for our upcoming webinar. It's called How to Sign Better Quality Clients and Make More Money as a Virtual Assistant. Totally related to this podcast today. It's free. There will be a replay, a limited time replay. I hope you join us. And without further ado, let's hear from Janelle. And by the way, this was her first ever podcast. So stinking proud of her. Hey, Janelle, welcome to the show. I am so glad you are here to share your story about how you went from a virtual assistant to digital marketing assistant and tech specialist. Tell everyone, hello, a little bit about you, where you're from, and what your business looks like. Hello. Yep. I'm Janelle. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. My first podcast. (laughs) So I kind of uh, grew up in the corporate world for several years, 20-something years, and eventually just Felt like I needed something different, didn't enjoy it anymore. I was, you know, the usual overworked, stressed out person. So made a total 180 and uh, left that. I was doing personal training and became a health coach. So did that for a little while. But as I was building the back end of my business, I realized how much more I enjoyed the online marketing stuff and learning about digital marketing. So decided to start a virtual assistant business. And that was about going up on five years, five years ago now. So really just started out more as an admin VA and trying to figure out what I enjoyed about it and just really get my business started and then moved into more of a digital marketing assistant role. Talk to me a little bit about what was going on as an admin VA, because when I met you, you were doing literally everything in your client's business and you told me you were stressed and overworked. And you also told me that the reason you quit corporate was not to be in the same exact position. And so there you were doing everything and like pretty much running someone's business. Right. Yeah. You see a pattern here? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Um, When I met you, yes, I was, I had started as an admin VA with this particular client and it had started out at about 15 hours a week. She is an online health coach as well and running a team of health coaches. So I was just uh, 
really doing every little thing on a daily basis for her. And it started to morph into becoming her behind the scenes social media manager. And while she was doing all of her own content, I was the person behind the scenes doing the messaging and and uh, responding to comments and that kind of thing. So it had turned into about 25 hours a week and it was an every morning being on social media for the first two hours of the day. So it had really turned into a, you have to be on every single day at this time kind of a schedule. And then as she started to learn about automation, the word automation, she really wasn't sure what it is, but I realized I had become her strategy person. So it was something I knew how to do and I was all about the marketing strategy and helping her and I loved doing it, but I realized I was really no longer an admin VA, but getting paid as an admin VA, if that makes sense. So at that point we were up to 30, 35 hours a week and I had other clients. So I found myself just kind of buried with everything and not sure really how to change that. Yeah, and you're you're sporty. You moved to Western Maryland to be able to what mountain bike and you ski and what else do you do? I do whitewater kayaking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I need to come up and visit as soon as possible. I love kayaking. That's like my I would love to thing. have you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So much so, to do. It's so funny because you wanted free time to do all of that, but you literally had a schedule packed with obligations and pretty much teetering on employee zone when you're being required to do work at a specific time and not really calling the shots. And so how did you get out of this? How did you kind of choose your niche and move on? Well, (laughs) so when I enrolled in UDMA school with the lovely Emily, I did it for several reasons. I had already had my business for about four years at that point. But when you're self-taught, you're not sure that you know what you need to know and everything that you should know to really up-level yourself as a digital marketing assistant or you know, d- digital marketing manager. So I first enrolled in that school and I learned and became more confident in my own skills and that I did, I did know what I was doing and I had what it took. And then as a part of that course, you offer the one-on-one mentorship session, which was invaluable for me. And you really helped me lay out a plan for how to move out of where I was into more of the digital marketing manager strategist role with her. So not that I didn't want to work with her anymore. I just didn't want to do the VA work and I wanted more flexibility in my schedule, which is, you're exactly right. It's why I started to be able to have the flexibility in my schedule and work more like a project format uh, where I could set my week up or my month up to work more on a project basis. So I put together a proposal for her and this is what it would look like if I were doing your, if I were your digital marketing strategist and we got somebody else to do the VA, which is exactly what happened. So I'm working with her in more of that project format now, a lot less hours, but at a higher rate. So it's you know really making the same amount of money, but you know more interesting work for me, more flexibility, and she's benefiting because I'm helping her grow her business in a way that she wanted to. I love that so much because I know <laughs> you love the client. She was aligned with the health coaching, which you already felt passionate about. 
Mm-hmm. But the fact that you did take matters in your own hands, like approached her with a proposal, but this is exactly what happens when you get into someone's business, prove your worth, show you're indispensable. It's a very powerful situation to to hone in on your strengths and shed the things that you don't love doing. I've done that in many, many businesses and like short term, I'll, yeah, I'll help you with this. I don't want to do it forever. For me, that's usually social media. I'll help you get going, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing it forever. And Eventually, you, you need an admin VA or eventually you need this and that. And I love that you were able to do that. So how many hours a week are you working as a strategist in her business now? I wouldn't even say it's weekly. It's more monthly. So we're at about 40 hours a month now. Okay. And that includes uh, strategy. We do have planning sessions once a month. I am setting up automations and sequences and uh, making opt-ins. We're working on getting her website a little more built out. She's a very basic website. So uh, she has a ton, a ton, a ton of content, which makes it very easy to repurpose into blog posts or things like that. So yeah, we're working, working through doing that. So do I hear that marketing gives you more flexibility and you can work ahead? Did I, did I hear that in your yes. answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been a dream, actually. It's, I mean, it's night and day. And I'm, you know, I'm still working a lot of hours because there are transitions going on in my own business, but it's all, that's self-imposed. So, yeah. And then what you did was you were able to, more or less, I'm on video squishing your hours together and that frees up time to do project rates is what you and I had coached and talked about. So tell me about moving to that next client because you didn't really have much capacity to take on any dream clients when we first met. So walk walk me through what happened. Right. So when I freed up a little bit of capacity, I was able to take on my dream client who came through a referral from you, which was... Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, I'm working with my dream client and it's more on a project basis where she thinks very much ahead, which I love. And before the beginning of the month, we have a, a long list of projects. And before the beginning of the month, we always say, okay, well, what are the priorities this month? And she comes out with a very clear outline of these are the three things I want to get done. And I look at it and I say, I think it's going to be this many hours. And there we go. So it's a project and it's like, let's just get it done. You know, I can squeeze it into the monthly schedule whenever it works best for me and for her too. Oh, good. I love the client yeah. that's organized like that and they can, can communicate the dream. like what they want, the results that they want. Yes. Yes. Because I'm coming from uh, my largest client that we just talked about was completely disorganized and not knowing what they want. So, so yes, it's like two different... Uh, night and day there. Yeah. So I know the client you're talking about. And it's interesting because I was actually brainstorming something with her for one of my talks coming up. And we were just talking and she was like raving about you. And she was saying how I love that. And I need to get this quote and use it in my own marketing. (laughs) She's like, I love having a dedicated teammate and I can just expand her hours like the month I know I'm launching or pre-launching. And I, I meet all these business owners who just last minute, hire a rando contractor from Upwork, don't get the results they want. The person doesn't know their business. It takes so long to get spun up. And now you're in this position where you've been through a project or two with her and you can, you know, I like to do the accordion, like you can expand Mm -hmm. it. And if you have something going on, 
you can adjust to your schedule. You can work ahead with a client like that. And like, that's, that's a sweet spot in the freelancer world. And you make a difference. Like, you know, someone's business so well, you just can get in there and like barely talk, right? Like, that's my dream. Like, leave me alone and let me do the work. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, yes. I love that. Absolutely. I mean, and that's part of the challenge is once is really learning the ins and outs of somebody's business when they've had maybe multiple freelancers in there setting things up and they may not be sure exactly how things are set up, but Mm -hmm. it's like, that's what makes it fun for me because I can go in there and unravel. It's like a, I don't know, I just unravel the business. Like, okay, where does this go and what does it lead to? And how do you just, I come up with this big, huge kind of spider webby chart and it's just real e- easy to streamline everything at that point and you know make it just make it operate and run smoother and yeah that's it more efficiently <laughs> i love that how did uh, the unicorn digital marketing assistant school help you get to this place where you could just jump in someone's business and wear the bossy pants <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, I go back on a regular basis and look through those modules. But I mean, what I loved about UDMA school is that it gives kind of the, you know, 10,000 foot view where you're like, these are the things that matter. And this is what affects what and how you basically start to deep dive into somebody's business. But it gives such a good general overview. And then as you deep dive into those specific things, all of the details are there and the templates, you know, like the reporting templates, it just makes it very easy. And then the examples for, you know, for example, email reporting and how to pull it, it shows in your school, active campaign, convert kit, Kajabi, like this is where you find everything. So if you haven't worked intimately with those platforms, it's very easy to watch a 15 minute video and you know where everything is. And once you've done it once, then you've got it. Yeah, and if so, yeah. you've done ConvertKit, you can easily figure out MailerLite. You can figure out right. well, active campaigns, a little bit of a doozy, but like the principles are there too. So Exactly, exactly. And I will tell you, deep diving into people's businesses, I do see things that haven't been set up properly and you know have had an impact, like people not being added to a a main list, for example, in active campaign. Like when when they go from Thrivecart to Active Campaign, they also need to be added to a list, not just tagged. So it's little things like that and they end up kind of floating around in the ozone and they're not really on anybody's list. They're not on the list. <laughs> you know that happened to me. I think I told you. That happened to me. I had Active Campaign migrate me from Kajabi and they they were not subscribing anyone in any of my opt-ins to my main list. And for a while, my list wasn't growing and I needed a DMA on my team because I was just spreading myself thin. I never caught it. I never caught it. Right. But like that's like the beauty of somebody who is really in there and inspecting and getting to know and then building and like it, the first person to copy an automation would have found it. Right. Like right. Have noticed. So good job. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad you caught Thank it. Thank you. Once you understand the strategies and the principles, and you talk about that 10,000 view and the granular level, then you can get into someone's business and really make decisions because everybody is so unique, right? And I think that's like the really empowering thing. Like you got that confirmation. I know what I'm doing. I can think through this. Now that you've said yes to another project client, are you taking on more clients? What does it look like right now? 
Yes, absolutely. So I'm continuing to work towards projects. I love being able to, like I said, jump into somebody's business. And you know, the fun part for me is to learn all the little ins and outs and discover opportunities. I mean, sometimes there's opportunities they didn't even know they had. And, you know, I'll never go back to a client with, hey, this is an issue I'll be, I always offer and this is what I think we should do. And as you start to work with a client a little bit more, there are some things I can just do without having to take up their brain space for it. But, you know, some things I want to make sure that they're we're in line with the direction that we're taking, but yes, absolutely. To get back to your question, I am looking for project work. <laughs> so I've heard you're doing really good work for client. I'm going to call her client B. What is happening because of this dream client? What's happening in your business because you are continuing to impress her? You're fixing things that other contractors had messed up. Like, How is this paying off for you? Well, I'm actually getting other project work because of that. Uh, I was contacted a couple of months ago by a potential client in Manhattan in a different line of work, but still kind of in the healthcare, in the holistic health world, looking for somebody, in the words they used were a tech VA. So looking for a tech VA. And I was referred to them by a well-known copywriter and who I didn't know. So I was wondering how the copywriter had gotten my name. And I reached out to her and thanked her for, you know, for recommending me and for the referral. And she said she had heard from client B that I did great work. So yeah, the words getting out there. <laughs> the real big lesson is one client leads to another leads to another. I mean, I think that's like a seven figure copywriter who now knows your name. Like, you guys didn't know each other before. I hope anyone listening is like, their mind is blown here. Your current clients and your dreaming clients are connected to the next level client. And I, I get this question all the time. Like people want to get into the next big fish pond. And I'm like, it, it starts with this like immediate network. It started with me referring you. I'm going to take all the credit. Mm -hmm. One yeah, you should. has a bigger pond and a bigger pond. And I see so many freelancers who are trying to do it on their own and they're not having success. Like, what would you say to them? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. I think first and foremost, it's showing up for your clients and everything may not be perfect exactly how you want it as a freelancer. It's putting yourself into your client's shoes, seeing where they're at at the time, like really meeting them where they're at and providing the service that they need at that exact moment in a way that's efficient and being easy to work with. And, you know, if I went into some of my client relationships in a rigid way, it just, it would not have worked. It's also not as rewarding for me, but I think being easy to work with is just so, so important. And when you fit into their business in a way that works for them as well, it's kind of that intuitive piece, I guess. I mean, it's really hard to put that on a resume or it's, it's being intuitive of where somebody is in their business and providing the service that they need to develop the trust and to do the work right and to be able to see things that they maybe don't see themselves. Yes. It's so funny. On an earlier podcast, we talked about the power of soft skills and mm -hmm. 
that's the difference maker for a lot of these clients is are are you easy to work with? Like, do you follow through? Are you do you communicate? Right. Most clients just want to know when their stuff is going to get done. And like they struggle to hear from their VA, like when now you're out of town, what? When are you working on my stuff? So (laughs) that's really good. How has the network helped you and your business? Because when I met you, you'd already been doing it on your own. But has that helped at all? It absolutely has, because as you mentioned before, I was working probably 60 hours a week, and that's not even working on my own business. My own business, I didn't have a website. I I mean, I was, I, I was kind of stuck because I was working so many hours that I couldn't work on anything else. I couldn't work on my own business, and those are in front of the computer hours. And I had to remind myself that, like you mentioned before, the reason I made a career change was so I could have flexibility and more freedom. And when I first started my business, I was able to go kayaking in the afternoon or mountain biking in the morning and do all these things. And I had started to not do that. I was, you know, never going out. And then I had started working on weekends too. So once I joined UDMA and the Digital Marketing Network, it actually really opened my eyes to all of the opportunities that were out there. And it made me not so, I have kind of a fear mindset when it comes to money, I guess. Yeah. So it made me not feel like I had to work all of those hours. And if I did cut back and tried to steer the work that I wanted to do into the direction that I wanted to go, if it didn't work out with my current clients, there are other ones out there. Yes, especially with the skill set you've developed, being good at tech and automation. But yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's the beautiful thing about being in a network when you hear what other people are charging. If you choose to, you make it feel good about you instead of going down a comparison trap and you're like, man, I can do this. I can charge that. I can be doing these day rates because I know we've talked about you getting there. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really empowering. And for so long, I was on a little desert island being a VA on my own, not even knowing I was undercharging. And this is why I brought this network together, because it's easy for us to be taken advantage of. I mean, Mm -hmm. that sounds like bad that that can happen, because I I know my first client was like, what? $20 an hour? Sold? Sucker. (laughs) You know, I didn't know any better. Right. Actually, I I lied. I did... Pinterest or $10 an hour. I didn't know. And I was happy. But like, as soon as my eyes started opening and you start talking to people and you see the value of your skills and how quickly you can book out and clients are clamoring for you, like it's powerful, right? It's powerful. Yeah. And the training opportunities that come from that group too are absolutely invaluable. They are high level, top notch. I mean, that's what I've enjoyed the most, really is the advanced training through there and the ongoing training and also having the accountability to, it's held me accountable for certain things in my business too. So I love that. Love that as well. Yeah. And you're talking about the digital marketers work group, which is the members you go into after UDMA school, because we don't want to just give you the training and like put you on your own. Like you need time to walk through the freelancer doors and down the hallway and like learn how to do the work and we have advanced trainings that you're talking about. So like mm-hmm. UDMA school is level one, right? And you knew some of it going into it, but it sounds like mm-hmm. it was still like empowered you. You still learn yep. things and it, it enabled you, if I'm going to steal your words and spit them back at you, to like use a new job title, 
to move on from the VA and immediately with a new job title, doors unlock, pay rates increase, like projects become possible. Nobody wants a VA for a project. We want the specialist. And then you come over, now I'm like, I'm on my soapbox. Then you come over <laughs> to the work group and you were kind of referring to, we just had a high-end proposal training with Brittany McBean in the month of August. And we continue to push you and help you step up because I don't want anyone to be locked at $20, $25 an hour forever. Unless, unless that's what you want, but mm-hmm. like the, that's not the group for you. And so we push you and you are pushing yourself. You now have a website. You're mm-hmm. now looking at doing some social media for yourself, which we know isn't required, but it's good to have a little bit. You mm-hmm. had your first media feature, right? Mm-hmm. Your first yes. podcast. Like, <laughs> look at you. Hey, pause for one second. If you've been wondering how to charge top dollar for your VA work and really contribute to your family, aka make your business worth taking the time away from them, if you want the ultimate freedom and flexibility of saying how and when you work, and you want to know how to land dream clients and go from four to five figure months without adding on a ton more hours and maxing out your capacity, then grab your seat in my upcoming webinar how to get better quality clients, and make more money as a virtual assistant. It's happening live October 17th. That's a Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, but it's only happening once. So make sure you register with the link below or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash more money. This training will give you the secrets to showing up as an expert, commanding higher rates that don't require you to work longer, harder, faster, and earlier to make ends meet. Register now and I'll see you there. Yeah. And I think you have this dream in your head of what it can be and what you want it to be. But then there's often a disconnect in that, but it really can't be, but it can. And I think that's the other thing that the group inspires is that there are, you see the people doing it. I mean, absolutely. It can be whatever you want it to be. I started off at $20 an hour too. And that was four years ago, almost five years ago. So, and I'm not at $20 an hour anymore. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Only up from here, right? Yeah. I like that because it's easy to come from a place of lack. Like we all have our baggage, our our beliefs around money. Like who would hire me? From what I'm picking up from what you're putting down, like that network will push you to get past that, even though you're scared about it, even though those doubts are still there. Uh, yes, it, it's inspiring. And it's from a place of abundance, not from a place of lack. And I struggle with how to articulate this. Like some people will just never get it. Some people will never get it. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of took the all or nothing approach when I started my business. I, I took the leap and the net will appear kind of quote. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that quote, but that's the approach I took. And I, I was so unhappy in my previous life and where I was at that point with the overwork. And I mean, I had actually landed in the hospital for a week. And when I was in that hospital bed, that's when I decided I was making a change no matter what it took. And I mean, I changed my life. I sold, sold my house and I moved to a less expensive area to live and decided if I couldn't make it, I would wait tables. I mean, I was in my mid-40s at that point. Way too young to be stressed out and having your health compromised. Yeah, if I would have stayed with that company, I could have probably fully retired in five years, but I couldn't. I just, I couldn't. And luckily, this 
opened my, when I, when I moved, my eyes were opened to the fact it was actually my husband who said, you know what? I, I just don't really love health coaching. I don't love it. I like, I don't know if I don't have the patience for it or what it is. I just don't love it. And I said, but I love doing the behind the scenes stuff. And I, you know, I love, I love the content and everything about holistic health coaching. I just, I like setting up my email list and doing those things. And he said, well, you should be a VA. And I mean, and that's how it all, that's how it all started. But I didn't keep my full-time job and then dip my toe in the water. I, I cut it off and I had a basically six months of, of savings that I could live off of. And I mean, we both created, I mean, he had a new job and so that's how we did it. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. I don't know. I don't think you asked that question, but no, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I, how I got you, there. <laughs> you were a VA before it's really taken off. It's taken off in the last, I would say three years. And so the fact mm-hmm. that you've been doing it for about five, mm-hmm. I knew I was like, huh, there's like a story there, but that's so crazy too, because you tried the health coach thing and to anyone listening who tried another business it's not a failure. It, it like gets you along to the next stepping stone. And it gave you that clarity. Like maybe I don't want to grow an audience of like 500,000 before I actually make money. I actually like the techie marketing stuff. I like having, mm-hmm. for me, that's control. There's a black and white way to do some of the automation and then there's creative options. But to me, it's like my brain's happy in that, that spot. And so the fact that you figured out, I like this, like that's a win. Not everybody wants to grow the huge social media following and play that game because that's a long game. It's not like right. it was a few years ago. I know there's a lot of like 20 somethings trying and some right. of them go viral right away, but I don't know. <laughs> and I don't love social media. I mean, mm-hmm. if anybody goes to look me up on social media, it's, a, I'm, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I don't okay. enjoy it. Yeah, so. we just need to get you a solid nine grid posting on stories occasionally, just sharing what you do, but you don't need yep. to like that game. And you get yeah. all the leads. You, I mean, <laughs> you got in with a, a golden goose client and, you know, reaching out like she's going to help you get connected. Our network is going to help you within the work group. So what would you say to somebody kind of on the fence about UDMA school? I would say do it. <laughs> I mean, do it. And it depends why you're on the fence. But if you're serious about starting any kind of digital marketing business, it is the most comprehensive. And like I said, 10,000 foot view and then drilled down into the details course that you're going to get. And it's not just the course, it's the support during the course, the sense of community with the other students. And then, I mean, Emily, you've always had my back. You have everybody's back above and beyond. I mean, tap into this experience that she has, you know, not only the tech actually doing the work, but how to grow and run as, you know, a successful business. I think that part of it is invaluable. And then to have a year of support afterwards. I mean, I honestly think you could charge more than what you're charging for the course with all of the value that's packed into it. If you want to start a business, it's a small investment. I mean, that's how I look at it. Like how quickly will you earn that back? Because you're not starting at $20 an hour if you take this course. You know, and I gave a large percentage of my money away because I went through an online platform when I started my course. So I really wasn't even making $20 an hour. If I would have started with Emily's course right off the bat, yeah, I would have <laughs> would have kept a lot more money in my pocket from, from day mean? one. What did you what did you take? I started with Upwork. 
Oh, yes. And they yeah. they take a, a like, what, 35%? Is that it? No, it's like 10 to 15, oh. depending. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, but in order to be seen on Upwork, you have to also pay a monthly fee to mm. get your name out in front of people. But yeah, you're starting at twenty dollars an hour, and, and also the clients that are on Upwork are clients that are looking for twenty dollar an hour VAs, <laughs> like turn and burn kind of. They're not looking for like long term stability. Right. They're kind of the right. users. Like I mean, we we get clients like that where they're like me me me, and then they move on and. They just can't help themselves. But I feel like they're – I had a podcast about Upwork and I like kind of forgot everything. I researched about it too. But I constantly hear that. And yeah. I constantly hear business owners who aren't happy with the work they get from there too. And like like it's messed up or I don't know. Right. I think occasional logo, graphic designer, like something like that where you truly don't need ongoing support. But if you're going to set up tech, how are you going to keep somebody on it, monitoring it? Like that's stupid to me. I mean, it's, I think it goes back to you get what you pay for in mm-hmm. a way. But the thing is, with Emily's school, you don't need Upwork. No. <laughs> you don't need Upwork. There's so many opportunities that are coming through that work group that actually start while you're in school. So it's not like you wait for the course to finish and then, so I need to be in this course for six months and then I can start, you know, working. No, I mean, you can start after starting the course. Yeah, we've had some people who were ready, who jumped on opportunities before they were ready and get clients before the course is up. Some people want to wait and get through things, get some things like tidied up and marketing assets made, but absolutely Mm -hmm. we share the jobs over there. And you know what's crazy? I finally got smart and started tracking my jobs, but there's only so much I track through Typeform and then there's all the jobs coming to me personally and then like the ones people are sharing. And then mm-hmm. there's the ones we're seeing out in the wild, like Amy Porterfield hiring a podcast manager, right? But we have shared over 1,800 jobs. And that yeah. work group, I mean, I know there's like 150 people in there. It's not 150 active. It's not everyone's right. looking for a client. I mean, the ratio and the math of that, it just makes so much sense. And so if you got to pay the bills, you don't need to go right. back to McDonald's. Like there's jobs. Like maybe you say yes to something you're not quite like end goal, not your dream service, but like you can get started being the position you are where then you're kind of shedding the stuff you don't want to do anymore. Like it it can take a little bit of time like that. So let me ask you a question. Is there any reason you almost didn't buy or enroll in UDMA school? Is there anything that held you back? Yes, there was because I looked at the price tag and I said, I've been doing this for four years. I didn't know if it was going to regurgitate information that I already knew. I didn't know if I was going to learn anything new from it. And I absolutely, 100% am cool with the investment if it's something that is going to benefit me. And I actually sent you an email and it was funny because I sent it at like, I don't know, 4.30 on Friday or something. I don't, and yeah, I kind of explained my position. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I've been doing. Do you feel like the school is something that will benefit me? And first of all, you replied to me like within an hour and you, I was cracking up because you're like, I'm making pizza for my kids or something. And I'm like, she has four kids on a Friday night and she just responded to me and it was like in depth. That is why I burn things. <laughs> I'm always burning shit in the kitchen. (laughs) Such an honest response, though. She said, you know, if you're a perpetual 
uh, I forget what serial course taker, then, you know, maybe it's not, but you know, this is what we cover and it's really up to, to you if you think it's something you'd benefit from. And, and I think you had mentioned if it gives you the confidence because I said, well, maybe it'll show me that I do know what I'm talking about and it will give me the confidence to go out and charge the higher rates. And it did all of those things, but I also learned a lot. So there was, there was a lot I didn't know. So I love that. And you know, the other thing too, is it really makes it clear. It helped me dial into what I enjoy doing. I love the behind the scenes tech. I love, you know, the spider web and the puzzles and trying to make it all work. And, but you also mentioned the creativity part of it, which I also love. I enjoy writing and, you know, took a copywriting course with Michelle Hunter after years. And I, I mean, I learned so much. I mean, my one client, I'm writing conversion sales sequences. So I'm writing conversion copy for a client too, but I love it. I mean, it's, it will really help you dial into what aspect of digital marketing you like, because there are so many things that you can, you can do. So that, and that helped me with that too. I mean, I was the jack of all trades. I still kind of am the jack of all trades, but it helped me focus on what I liked doing. And it helped me actually stand up and say, I don't do social media because <laughs> I was doing social media and I just, it's not my thing. So I get a lot of people who are like, is this a social media course? I'm like, no, I, get, I give mm -hmm. you the what you need to know. And here's the thing. You need to understand how the pieces work because whatever you do for your client is going to affect other things in their marketing ecosystem. And that's probably the biggest complaint I get is VAs don't have that like breadth of knowledge. And mm -hmm. I have a really good soundbite from a business owner saying, saying that. She said she didn't expect like deep specialist knowledge, but she needed that that breadth of understanding. And I'm glad you said that and made that clear because you can kind of advise your clients like they could be doing this on the side, but you have to be thinking ahead how one thing affects another. And right. my last retainer client that I still work with right now, I just had a website redo and it was horrible, horrible because everything he did screwed up our blogging, it screwed up our SEO, it screwed up our Pinterest, all of our traffic, her sales. And like that guy was the typical web guy working in his little lane. And that is like, I mean, she's lost thousands of dollars and like she probably has yeah. to go redo it and get somebody else who gets it. So even the yeah. like the specialist, you still need to understand these components happening. And it's a huge spider web. It all works together. And that's why it's important to understand all the pieces. Absolutely. You don't have to know how to do every single one of them, but you need to know how everything works together because absolutely web designers. Oh my God. Yes. So <laughs> I just went through a website redesign with a client as well. So, which is funny because he was my first client and actually a VA client who I ended up managing his website redesign project for him just recently at my new rate. So, Good. so yeah, that, that was awesome. But to be able to, to say we have, when we do a website redesign, we need to consider this, 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 what's important to you. And then I was able to keep that web designer honest and say, well, what about SEO? What about this? What about, and so just having the knowledge, yes. And being able to advise a client on how everything's working together. Cause they don't know, they don't know. And it's okay. They don't, they shouldn't, need to know necessarily. That's not their specialty. They can hire somebody who does. <laughs> so was the course, did the course regurgitate to you? Was it anything like you thought it would be? It was actually more than I thought it would be, to be honest. I think in the information, but 
Also, uh, I love that as you're learning the tech side of it and how to do the work and the strategy side of it, that there's also a component that helps you build your business. So there's also the business building side of it, like in the homework. I say homework. It's not really homework. I, call it but that. I totally call it that. I was like, you need yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but I love that. So, you know, it really helps you get thinking. And if you're ready to start your business right then, you've got the tools to do it. And, and the mindset coaching, how to, you know, have a discovery call with a client, how to write a proposal. I mean, all of those things. I mean, I'm a detail-oriented person, so I like to see those things. I need to know exactly what to put in a proposal. I need to know, you know, just show me what to do and I got it. And yeah. so that's super helpful. Good. I like that. And I don't always give like just copy and paste. I give some templates, but I also want everyone to walk through those doors by themselves. Yeah. Develop those skills. And what I hear, there's a, you know, a competitor general VA course and everyone has the same crappy portfolio and it's not even done right. And so that's not what I want for everybody. We are unicorns. We're all unique and you do have to put in some work for your business and design it how you want. But like we, we help go over it and help you really shine in that process. And I think that's really where the magic is. So, and we're always developing and uh, refining and making it better anyway, evolving. I mean, and as you're building your business during that course, you can always bring anything you're working on to the weekly Zooms and get feedback from professional, you know, from you that you've been doing it for 10 years. And hey, that's fantastic. But why don't you like switch this around a little bit and polish this up or change this? I mean, it's just it's invaluable because it's business coaching as well. People pay so much money for business coaching. You're getting business coaching and you're getting the course on how to do the work all in one thing. <laughs> Thank you for that. I like, I have my own mindset around calling myself a coach, but like it is, it is. And I do this with clients all the time. Like, you know, we know the pieces you need and how to like present yeah. yourself better because clients are making a first impression from your portfolio or services guide mm-hmm. or, you know, your, your Instagram bio, right? Like we're all like instantly judging. I don't mean that in a scary way, but that's like your chance to shine and just get it right. It's not right. that hard, right? And you're out there, you're in the network with the potential clients and you know what people are looking for. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot. I hear a lot. I hear all the whispers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you I hear the whispers. Yeah. Can you tell me your favorite module of UDMA school? What was your, your uh, favorite thing? Probably the funnel building one, which is so, I mean, because I build funnels. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I did really enjoy the funnel building one, I think, the most. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I remember when I first started learning about funnels and conversion numbers, and then my brain was like, whoa, whoa, and then I can work backward and do math, and I can actually help my clients like estimate a launch or like manage their expectations. Because how many clients are like, I'm going to have a $100,000 launch. I'm like, no, you're not. Your numbers don't show that. And so my favorite part of that module is I... I hand those numbers over and I give you industry standards. And then you take that back to the client. You're like, oh, we should expect our opt-in pages to convert at 40%. Like it's hard to keep all of that in your brain, but like that will cement you for life with your client when you know that stuff. And that's the fun stuff. That was the fun part of that module for me. I love numbers. I love playing with that. And yeah, that was really a lot of fun. And I made so much money 
just setting up lead magnet funnels for clients, like 2016, 17, 18, 19, like that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because I give you all of the list of things you need. We talk about the pixels so you can go above and beyond and make sure your pixels are there for meta. And then you can literally create a VIP day just from that. And that's something like clients don't have a lot of time. And then look at you, you added conversion copy. You can even do a high level we don't teach copywriting in the course, but you can now add that high level perspective on messaging, which a lot of people is really where they get stuck, like when, you know, down the road. Okay. <laughs> what's your best advice for somebody starting new, maybe in a position where you were, where they were an admin VA kind of struggling to find their niche? What would you tell them? I would say don't discount your skills. And when I say skills, it includes your soft skills. If you really take a look at what you offer to clients, you probably offer a lot more than you think you do. And it's okay to ask for what you want and build your business the way that you want your business built, not the way your clients will always want to take, take, take what you're giving. So really setting your boundaries, sticking to them and remembering why you started your business in the first place and staying true to that. It will help you not only earn the respect of your clients, but build a business that you love that won't burn you out that, you know, I anticipate, you know, my business lasting for years beyond when I was hoping to retire because I actually enjoy it so much. And you can do it the way that you want to do it, whether it's 10 hours a month, five hours a month, you know, 20 hours a week, whatever, you can build it the way that you want to build it. And then believe in yourself and really just go for it. You don't need to know everything because not everybody knows everything. I don't know everything. You can always learn. If you know there's a specific topic you're not sure of, there's a lot of education to figure that out. And if you're part of the work group, I guarantee somebody has worked with that specific problem before. Just put it out there in the work group and people are there to help. I love it. Okay, Janelle, this is so fun. Thank you for sharing your advice and your story. I hope somebody listening here is feeling inspired to make big, bold moves for themselves. Where can we connect with you? Where are you playing? What's the best way to reach you? I help coaches and online course creators get their products launched by designing and implementing the tech behind their evergreen, live launch, and list building funnels. By taking the tech off their plates before their launches, my clients free up brain space and time to focus on what only they can do in their businesses. The results are more impact, more sales, more fun, and much less stress with their launches. If you want to get it launched quickly without the stress of broken tech and feeling confident your customers are getting a top-notch experience, all without being buried in the weeds of the behind-the-scenes tech details of your business, I'm your girl. You can book a call with me at JanelleHarlan.com. Perfect. Thank you, Janelle. Oh my goodness. I'm so honored to have Janelle on the show sharing her story, being vulnerable. It took a lot. And sometimes when you're listening to these these coaching moments after, you're like, no, duh. Yes, scale down the client, niche into what you want to do. But there's so much that's going on in your in your brain when you own your own business. Sometimes we need outside encouragement and coaching, and we need to have the spotlight shown on our own strengths. And there's power in community. There's power like Janelle being referred client after client because of this one client she did a small project for. It's a beautiful thing. 
And now she's in a power position and she's sitting on a gold mine of skills to be able to get to that freelancer holy land. All right, if you want to learn more about what Janelle did and you want to take the next steps, make sure you've signed up for that webinar. How to sign better quality clients and make more money as a virtual assistant will bust through and give you the secrets to doing this. And then make sure you look out for Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. Even Janelle, who came to me with tech experience, learned a lot. She needed the positioning. She needed the confidence. She needed some of the back-end marketing assets built so she can get to the next level. If you're the type who's going to nerd out on marketing, who really wants this to be successful, you want to ditch the title of VA, this is the way to go. I hope I see you there. I'll talk to you next week on the podcast. If you found this helpful, if you love Janelle's story, would you please share it for both of us over on Instagram? You can always tag me at Emily Reagan PR. If you have any questions about Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, I have a schedule open for discovery calls, or you can always send me a voice message over on Instagram at Emily Reagan PR. All right, see you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Make sure I was great. Perfect. I'm a one uh, one hit wonder. All right. Wine this morning? No. Oh God, no, no. Like two <laughs> days ago, and I'm still. I'm kidding. No, gosh, I should have had a mimosa. Loosen me up. There okay. you go. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Oh my God, I'm like losing my chain of thought. <laughs> I was gonna ask you. Okay, let me get my my shit together. Why? And be totally honest. Why did you? Did you ever like? Okay, I can't even fucking. It, I can't even ask this question the right way. Um, Oh my God, I'm blanking out. Michelle. I mean, uh, Janelle. You said Michelle. Um, Yeah. uh, What did she say? Oh my God. Oh my God. Give me a second.